A person is most happy when they are submissive to a loving authority. I want to study her. She'll break your heart. Don't be jealous. I'm your wife, not your jailer. I think you long for an unconventional life. Maybe I just want her because you do. You think it's possible to love two people at the same time? Why not? What is normal? It can never happen. The world won't let it. The world can't stop us. Hi, I'm Rose. I'm Hannah. And this is More is More Trailers. Where we have Professor Marston and the Wonder Woman. Your polyamory propaganda of the decade. Yeah. I should, yeah, there's hardly any Wonder Woman in this. This is, we actually read the book that this is probably based on, uh, which is the Loosely secret. Loosely based on. Well, yeah, in the sense of like, this is the book that was written about William that Walton is Marston. True. Yeah. Which is uh, The Secret History of Wonder Woman. Yes. Which is actually a really interesting It was a really good book. book. Very um, well written and researched. She yes. actually had some, there was some new research in this book that she uncovered. When actually very neutral about a very controversial life. She was. One thing I see that they've neglected to put in this trailer was his obsession with his own invention of a early form of the lie detector test. Yes, early form is the correct term because it didn't work unless he was using it. He could use it with like 95% accuracy. Nobody else could. You had to be him. And that's why it didn't work as an invention. Well, also a lot of his tests were publicity stunts for the paper to promote his invention of the lie detector test. He yeah. was not very happy when they went with a different invention that detected a more... A police officer invented. Right, and they detected more signs yeah. that a person may be lying. It's so funny because they're probably going to be touting how, like, oh, he did so many things, but he was just ignored. No, he didn't. Well, I should say... He spent he, most of his life promoting himself. He tried a lot of things. He yeah. Just, sucked at all of them yeah and he stopped because he didn't like working he didn't yeah. like things if they were hard if he failed he would throw a temper tantrum mm -hmm. and get depressed yeah and he was not a good guy to look up to he also held some really unconventional views and i'm not saying like they were before his time i just mean like if you look at his views as a whole they were extremely unconventional they were including being really into like i don't know if he was actually into sadomasochism like in sexual relationships but he was very interested in the ideas of dominance and submission mm-hmm well, largely submission. So he thought, and I actually see the truth in this, mm -hmm. that you can't have a true loving relationship unless there is submission to another person. But he also felt like one person should be dominant and the other person should be submissive. It wasn't necessarily oh, a mutual submission. Oh, I didn't. I, I kind of felt like... I never got that. Well, theories are also different than practice. Like, the yeah. way he lived his life is not necessary. I mean, it's hard to Whoa. be completely idealistic. In, well, well, we'll get to the way he lived his life in a oh. second. But uh, this, this movie definitely whitewashes over a lot of those things. But <laughs> also, like, a lot of people that he uh, would that have these kind of extreme ideas, mm -hmm. he liked to define every relationship by dominance and submission as he the did. defining factors in that relationship. It did not matter what kind of relationship it was, ruling and governing even. Yes. And he thought that only women could peacefully rule. He was so pro-woman, he believed that there would be no war 
or bad things that could happen if women were the ones that were in charge of the world. Which is actually not great that he thought that because it means that he was like putting women as different and other in a separate way and putting women on a pedestal that nobody's going to live up to. He was also really unrealistic. Like women well, are still human. Like, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, but he it, believed, it kind of takes them out of that. Right. But he had these weird ideas about women not being influenced by power in the same way that men were like, yeah. let me just tell you, William, maybe you haven't met as many women as I have. Yep. But, uh, I made myself hall monitor at a sleepover once and it went to my head. <laughs> Let, let me just say, <laughs> bathroom privileges were not guaranteed. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he did not live that way in his own home. It's interesting because they're kind of painting this as, first of all, as a polyamorous relationship. So they're obviously saying that, like, Mrs. Moulton Marston was... Who was an academic in her own right and greatly respected. Oh, yeah. Wasn't she a lawyer? Or something? Uh, I don't remember exactly what she was, but I know she was an academic. She had a high-powered job, though. Yes. She was really... She did. Yeah. Um, she was probably the most stable person in the family. Yeah. Olive, famously the niece of Margaret Sanger, uh, was the younger woman, his student, mm -hmm. who came to live with them, and it was kind of a secret. Right. Um, so, by the way, this is starting off with her being, you know, in college, which is kind of a vulnerable time for a lot of people, and hooking up with her married older professor. So, like, we're already it, not, this is already not a relationship of equals. No, it comes off as a little bit predatory and a little bit abusive. Yeah. Anyway, then it's like, oh, well, the women had a romantic relationship. Well, there's no proof of that. And people are really on board with this. And I understand why. I get that it's because people are like, oh, it's sex positive. It's like polyamory positive and all this stuff. But there's zero proof of it. Yes. There's no proof at all. And people are like, well, they kept living together afterwards. And I'm like, they raised their families together. Yeah. They, Olive never knew another life. Well, and the only real reason that the woman, that his wife even agreed to this setup, like his wife was not super happy about this when she he first wasn't. was like hey guess what uh you either have to live with my new young girlfriend or like we're through <laughs> yeah like that was the setup and she eventually comes to terms with this basically with the idea of well olive is the one that has to stay home with the kids like basically yeah. this idea of like well if i look at her as a glorified housekeeper and nanny it's then it's acceptable to me that's what she was and so it's funny because people would be like no it was great because then then the woman could go out and do all this stuff and it's like yes by subjugating another woman and to be fair i'm not saying that olive didn't want to do that and that she wasn't happy Olive reportedly was very happy being a wife and a mother. Well, although was, she was never actually officially married, but... But that was always the impression that I mm, got, too, that yeah. she was happy with this. But she was still raising the kids. Like, it's not like... Yeah. Anyway. So the other thing is that Marston, in his house, was basically a giant baby toddler. Oh, my gosh, yes. He apparently... He was big would, on tantrums. Oh, yeah, no, he was. And so, like, it's not like he let the women rule his household, and if he didn't get his way, he would throw a tantrum. And seriously, the kids would be at the table, and they'd be like, oh, ignore your father. Yeah. Like, this is not the enlightened guy that he thinks he is, and that he's probably going to be shown to be... No. ...in this movie. And also, this was not something that they were broadcasting to the world. Olive no. said... Olive told people that she was a widow, and that she was living with them, basically... As a housekeeper and nanny. Like, she... Wasn't she supposed to be, like, a distant relative also? Maybe that was it. But basically, they the story, the official story that they told people yeah. was that she was a widow. That the kids were not... 
William Moulton Marston's kids, they were her mm-hmm. dead husband's kids. Exactly. And also, once she had the kids, like, you know, I don't know what her personal feelings were on it, um, but there had to be a little bit of that feeling of, like, well, I can't leave. Like, this is their father. <laughs> exactly. And I've got, like, three kids with them. Yeah. And this is not to say that, like, and they Olive... Even in front of their kids, they weren't open about the nature of the relationship. No, they were not. The kids were not... No, this wasn't, like, polyamory the way that people think that it yes. was. Or possibly at all. Yeah. Again, no proof. Yeah. And because, actually, in the book, there is a third woman whose name I can't remember because she's not Marjorie something you know that sounds right and she was she they she knew them before Olive but she would come in and out of their lives she was much more of like a wandering spirit type person and she also was in a relationship with William Moulton Marston and his wife that there is um I guess some evidence that they were in a sexual relationship the three of them But, like, none of those behaviors, and that continued even after he had died, but none of those behaviors are ever recorded with with Olive. Yeah, so it's just weird that they're taking this tack with it. And, yeah, I mean, I guess the biggest thing, honestly, that I took away from William Moulton Marston was that he kind of failed at everything in his life except for writing Wonder Woman and did not practice what he preached. And also one of the things, I mean, they call this the professor and the Wonder Woman, but there's very little actual Wonder Woman in the trailer. They don't even really say, like, there's not even like a speech of like, you're my Wonder Woman, because there is a little bit of like, she was inspired by both his wives. And Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, his Olive had the cuffs that were her bracelets that were basically in place of her wedding ring that she would never be able to wear. Right. um, Because they weren't married. Yeah. So there, there were things, but like they, they didn't really talk about the actual invention of Wonder Woman, which was actually the most interesting part of the book. Yeah, I know. I mean, I wonder if they're going to get into the fact that, like, the postmaster, like, didn't want to carry it, and, like, he wielded a lot of weight and, like, got this this thing system put into place where, like, he was basically able to decide what was obscene or not and, like, what right. he would and wouldn't carry. Anyway, um, it was really interesting. Well, yeah, and he invented her because there were no female superheroes. Yeah. And he was so been to powerful women, so that makes sense. But then also, like, I just would have liked a lot more. Because then also, like, after he died, what happened to Wonder Woman is also really interesting. And, like, the things he was trying to teach children through this, which, of course, yeah. a lot of it was his own personal philosophy. Yeah. At a time when a lot of people were, superheroes were killing people mm-hmm. in uh, the comics, she never would. She would tie them up and then send them off to Rehabilitation Island. Yeah. But to go back to the BDSM thing, mm-hmm. um, I don't think there's any evidence that they were into that. I mean, I think he did, like, some kind of, like, showy experiments with stuff like that. Oh, but, I'm like, sure he did. And he, but there's no evidence have... that they had any sort of, like, real... Yeah, and they could have been into that, but there's no evidence of it. And yeah. if they were, it was probably pretty light stuff. Yeah, it wouldn't have been anything extreme. Yeah. So, anyway... So a bit of a rambling rant by two people that have actually read the book. I honestly just, like, had to get that off my chest. It's, it irritates me so much that they're just, like, shoving this narrative onto this history that it's, you know, it's just not there. But go see it if you want. I don't know. Yeah, I don't Who knows? <laughs> For more of our podcast, go to moreismorepodcast.com. To contact us, write us at at moreismorepodcast at gmail.com.